tonight. We did say what would have happened, and it played out in that way. It was a close fight. It was exciting as well. Oh, especially that um, Barbosa, that that knockout, clean. Because even well, main event, like that's what I meant. Firstly, yeah, that was we said from the get go. Max Holloway knows how to go five. That was your point. You predicted him to win. Why did you say other than the five rounds, which everyone knows his gas tank is the probably the best in UFC? I can't think off the top of my head anyone better. What did he do well for you last night? He's got he had he showed that experience, and there were some rounds, especially especially I think it was say round four, he, he was in his element. He was doing the spinning kicks, the spinning back elbow, even knee spinning Close back. Fist. He goes with what, what's in his heart. Like what's the, I don't know the way to describe it, but you know, when you don't even have a game plan and you just in the moment you fight with whatever you feel like in that moment, if, if he's moving towards you, you're going to duck to the right, duck to the left. Just uh, naturally, I don't know how to describe it. There's a word, but yeah. I'm missing it. He, he was in his element. There was times, the commentators were saying that DC and Rogan, they were saying it. He was just creating angles, man. He, he, in a way, it was it was creating a problem for Alan. You could see he was a bit puzzled. He didn't, he, at times, he didn't know what to do. And that's that's the blessed, man. That's what he done. The blessed man. express, yeah. I can't lie. He was, um, if that's what a decline looks like, a career decline, he's one of the best featherweights of all time. And he's, and he's called out as a, he wants uh, the Korean zombie. He wants him, so... Yeah. That fight makes sense because he's not going to get a title shot next. He's fought Yara Rodriguez. He's fought Volkanovski. If Yara Rodriguez wins, then he could fight him. Um, but that's something he's going to be watching as a fan, like he said at the post-fight press conference. And it's a tricky position Max Holloway's in, but for Arnold Allen, I think he started off well. Good left hand to open up the fight. He kicked Max early on uh, in the Bulls. A quick timeout, but... Uh, he was in the fight throughout, but he didn't push the pace. Like, we know what Max is good at. Everyone knew his gas tank is one of the best. And when it goes five rounds, he's so dominant. He works his way into the fight. He's quick from the get-go, but once he's once he's found his range, he's even better. And Arnold Allen knew that, so I don't know why he didn't put his foot on the gas earlier. No, Max's jab, he doesn't even need to be throwing mad punches. Those jabs will clip you and you'll see your face. You see Arn Allen's face, it's red. Like, he was damaged. I'm surprised that Arn Allen didn't really wrestle. He done it in, like, the fifth round grappling, but it's a bit too late then. If he had maybe put the pressure on round three, four, you never know what could happen. But it's a bit disappointing from him, man. It's a big fight for him. He could have made a statement. No, it wasn't disappointing. I think he was new to fighting at that level. He's on... Uh, 10 fight win streak going into that. I think it was 10 fights. Yeah, yeah. And then he's fighting one of the greatest featherweights of all time. He won one or two rounds. I think he could have won the second round. And then the fifth round was very close until he got dropped. I wouldn't say it was disappointing. I, I think you I think it would be disappointed. And he sits back and watches that. I could have put the I could have put the accelerator on a bit earlier. If he had done that, you never know what can happen, man. Because he because round five, he came out. But he that's the his thing, head. he hasn't got that experience, and that's to no fault of his own. He stopped his opponents earlier. Calvin Qatar fight was a five rounder and that ended quick. Yeah, like I think you should know though. It's, it's Holloway. You you gotta do a bit more. He, he's like number two. Yeah. If you wanna, if you usually wanna fight for that title, you say you want it, man. You gotta do that edge. You gotta be a bit more hungry. I'd put it on from earlier, man. But that that is what you're saying makes a lot of sense. And I think when push comes to shove, 
he wasn't the better man on the night. He'll sit down and think, yeah, he'll be frustrated with that performance. On the night, though, you look at it and say it was an exciting fight and you're happy with it. It's because he's such a nice guy as well. Like he'll never, he'll never admit that he probably could have been better here and there. He'll just be like, oh, Max is such a great fighter and I'm, I'm so happy to be involved in such a big fight. Like, I think deep down though, after, after a couple of days when like the, I guess the come down happens and the moments passed him, he's fought one of the greatest. He was a fan of Max, he's admitted that. I think when when it passes, you are right with what what you say there. Because uh, yeah, man, especially that round four, man, he was in his element, man. That first round was close, but he got it. We got dropped in the fifth. Yeah, he got, that, he got a little little sweep. End to the fight sweep. was proper Max Holloway style. The look in your opponent's yeah, eyes. Yeah. Do you want to go for it? Let's rock it out. Ten to go. And I can't lie, Max Holloway's been in them situations too many times for Holloway to have come out better, looking better than Arnold Allen did in that last 10 seconds of the fight. It's like against Ricardo Lamas, Anthony Pettis. They do it so many times. Like It's even, for example, the R. Rodriguez versus Korean Zombie when he knocked him out with on the buzzer with that oh. upwards elbow. Like... Them sort of moments there is why you love Max Holloway. And um, yeah, Arnold Allen's just new to this kind of moment. It doesn't mean he's not here to stay. He belongs at the top of the film. Yeah, no, he does. He, he showed a good account of himself, but it just be a bit frustrated with that performance. But no, he done well. What would Arnold Allen do from here? <sighs> well, what do he do? First of all, he's obviously go back and watch that fight. So adjust fight. more things. Who, who should he fight? Who could he fight? So obviously he is fighting for the Rodriguez fight for the title. Max Holloway wants Korean zombie. Who could he fight? Let's go through the featherweight yeah. division. Could he? He's not. He's not. He's that number. He's four. Is he fourth? No, it doesn't matter necessarily the the number. But let's go through the, the top is. 10. Volk, Yara Rodriguez, Holloway, Ortega would be a good fight. Uh, Josh Emmett would be a decent fight. Maybe Josh Emmett. Um, I think I think Ortega. Think because so? if you're if you're in a close fight against Holloway, then Ortega's rightly the next guy. Uh, Josh Emmett's just come off a loss, and I know Ortega has as well, but it was a he's more at that level. Josh Emmett, yeah, he's got that knockout power, but he doesn't strike me as a future champion. I think Ortega makes more sense. But why Why would you say Emmett? He came up a loss as well against Yair. Uh -huh. and, and also that was for the interim belt. That's kind of like a big fight in his sense. career. Yeah, yeah, Two losses. But then, but then Holloway could... Who would Holloway fight? He's fought, He's basically fought everyone. He's, he's, in his hope, yeah, he wants Rodriguez to somehow do a job over Volk yeah. so he can... Fight for that title and get it has back. to be it's Korean Zombie for Holloway, Ortega or Josh yeah. Emmett. For Allen. And then we move on forward. The featherweight division's pretty exciting at the moment. Like, with Yair fighting for the belt, that excites me a lot. Like, if he was to win the belt as well, imagine the, the dust-ups he could have, a rematch with Zombie. <laughs> like, I can't lie, for the, for the sake of being a fight fan and wanting to see the best fights, yeah, he's not the best champion, Rodriguez. But, bro, this guy would be the sickest champion. We'd have a UFC Mexico. We'd have... 
imagine if he fought I mean, Holloway again, I'd be cool with. Korean Zombie again, I'd be cool with. Anyone he fights, it is exciting. And that's who you want as a champion, someone who can deliver. Cartwheel kicks and... Yeah. yeah. Holloway Crazy does that, in a sense. His elbows last night were top quality. I think going forward, though, Yaya Rodriguez would be good for the division. But Volk's here to stay. Yeah. Uh, that's a, a conversation for another day. But very exciting. Um Time for the featherweight division. Did you see the Barbosa fight then as well? Yeah, man. He was sensational. He's not going anywhere. Same to Max Holloway. If that's what the client looks like, he's here to stay. What a knockout that was. Like, first round as well. Yeah, Billy Billy got sent home back to the outback. <laughs> no, because he, Billy, he was he was finding his range for a bit. He was throwing a little jab. All of a sudden, he had a cage of flying knees. Like, if you blink, you miss it. Because I was like, what happened? I see him on the floor. I see the knee, I was like, it was so quick, just jumped up, knee to the head, finished yeah. him, man. I can't finished believe, him. I can't believe how quick it was. That's what he does best, though. He's known for that. He's always been at that level. Um, he's always been a striker as well. But that, that moment for him, I feel like we'll get him into a big fight very soon. No, that was a strong, that was strong. Just like, that was instinct. That was even, okay, I'm going to do the knee now. That's just, boom. Like, that's not even, I don't think about it. I just jumped up, hit his head, knocked him clean out and gave him a few punches off. The ref called it off. Yeah, literally. I think um, Brandon Royval was the, the second best knockout of the night. I think Barbosa was was the best. But he's potentially going to fight uh, the winner of Moreno versus Pantoja or he's the backup fighter for that. Yeah, yeah. That wasn't confirmed by Dana White, but he avoided the question, which means it's true. And he said that himself. Royval was like, yeah, I should be next. And with a performance like that, that's how you get into the number one position. Obviously, Pantoja versus Moreno is a good fight in itself. But yeah, when you when you knock someone out like that, he was gutted it was on the prelims, and I think yeah. rightly so. But I can't lie, there's no better way to put yourself in title contention than that. Strong one. Because even didn't Dana say that he made it he made a mistake. Should have opened the show. Yeah. Open the should have opened main the card. main card, innit? but yeah, man. And plus, with that um, Moreno fight, he's lost before to the yeah, yeah, yeah. so he needs to be careful, man. Yeah, of course. Okay, so as UK fight fans, we want to cover most of the stuff going on here. The biggest news, of course, um, Leon Edwards versus Colby Covington is now rumored not for July. We'll talk about what is happening in July in a moment. Still going to be a fight night in London, but. As for Colby Covington and Leon, it's looking like October now, maybe Abu Dhabi. Um, I don't know why Leon doesn't want to fight in the UK, though. Um, obviously, just beat Usman. But I would say maybe... It's, it's maybe, many purposes. I would say, but... I would say maybe it's a, it's, a, it's a... It might be a good thing for him because he can, he can branch out, maybe get more fans if it's another country. If he, if he performs, performs well against Covington, maybe like, it's like he knocks him out. People think, oh, this guy's Edwards. He's getting more names. People knowing knowing him. He, he, yeah, he can build his brand. You build your brand in your home, and then you expand. He's not. He he yeah. He got a great reception at two eighty um two eighty six in London. But I can't lie. When you go outside of your hometown, you have to be a certain amount of 
certain level of star already. It's like Paddy, for example. The only reason that he's the biggest star as he was is because he was he's been a star on Cage Rose anyway. He's built himself from the ground up. If you go somewhere, and it, it's almost like selling out to a certain extent. Like, oh, I'm gonna get lit and then go somewhere. Build your name. Here, do two pay-per-view shows in one year in the UK. That's when people will remember your name. I still know people who don't fully watch UFC and they're like, oh, who's Leon again? If he was to fight twice in London, that's where you build your brand, it, where you're actually from. Don't go out to Abu Dhabi because realistically, he's not going to come back there and like, oh, oh, Leon's the biggest name out here. They they like Islam Makachev. They've got their own people. Islam Makachev, it'd be random of him to fight in the UK, wouldn't it? We wouldn't be like, he has to come to the UK. You'd, it, you'd be like, okay, it makes sense if he goes to Abu Dhabi because of the Muslim culture out there, that's like his second home. He's obviously from Russia, Dagestan, where those killers are all from. But there's a culture out there that is like, that. that is like his place. It makes sense to see him out there. Like if Liam wants to go to Jamaica, that's his place. That's where he's from. He's born. Zinc, shack, roof. I came from nothing. I came from poverty. That's where you expect him to go. But Abu Dhabi's really rad. And it's like, how are you meant to build your fan base? UK MMA is on the verge, or if not in the best position it's ever been. Why not keep growing that with our current champion? Two fights in one year. And then, yeah, cool. If you was to fight Masvidal, obviously it's not happening anymore. Go out to Miami. Go out to America. Do that one in Abu Dhabi. But for Colby Covington, that's a bigger fight than, for me, that's a bigger fight than the Usman rematch because there's going to be a, a backlash going into it. Colby Covington can sell a fight. It's going to actually be more of an exciting fight as well. Uh, granted, Colby Covington could try wrestling, but Leon's takedown defense is strong anyway. For me, in terms of excitement and building that brand, building the publicity, don't forget, if you was to ask three of your mates who's Leon Edwards, one or two of them would know who they are. And one of them definitely won't. Building your brand in the UK comes first. I hear that, I hear that. But he, obviously he's saying he doesn't want to fight because he's not ready. He's still getting off a few injuries. So that's why one of the reasons he's yeah. saying, I don't want to fight in London because it's too soon. But if he, uh, Dana White's saying, I don't know about Abu Dhabi. Yeah, he's saying he's not going to Leon, Edwards. Leon can dictate when he fights. I get that there's a date, July 22nd in London. Um, and I'm not sure. I could be wrong in saying that Leon could uh, not, sorry, could dictate when the fight happens. But if Conor McGregor says, I can't fight July, I'm fighting in August and we go in here. They're going there. Yeah. Like a, a certain time of his career, maybe not now. Yeah, it was not, not he hasn't got that. No, but he can. You think so? He can do that. Yeah, it's it, building the brand. And you, Dana White wanted July 22nd to be a pay-per-view. Now it's a fight night. And it's looking like it'll be Tom Aspinall. Tom and Aspinall's back. Obviously, he's an up-and-coming or... He's there or thereabouts now in the heavyweight division. He got injured against Blades, but now he's recovered. July 22nd, who could he fight? It's looking like the winner, for me, looking like the Pavlovich versus Blades yeah. winner, which is happening next week. Pavlovich, round one knockout, round one knockout. Yeah, you're knocking knockout, out everybody, man. So in terms of excitement, that fight could, obviously anything can headline in London, I can't lie, but Pavlovich fighting Tom Aspinall would be... Brutal, bro. Tom Aspinall sparks people out, submits people. Pavlovich is known for one thing, and that's using his hands. Yeah. But so, he has lost, though. Over him. Over him. Once. But in his whole career. Yeah. I hear that. He's been knocking guys out, man. Derek Lewis done him. He's done, is it? 
He's done everyone, man. Everyone is coming because he's just bang, bang. Yeah. He's so precise with his punches as well. Like, it's not just volume. He's actually like, when he hits you, he's accurate. It's accurate. But Tom Aspinall, July 22nd, either way, looks like he'll be headlining. Hopefully we see Paddy back then as well. I know he's had surgery recently, so I don't know if he'll be fit. Um, but let's not write off Blades, though. Can't write him off. But obviously, he did get the little... He got uppercut. He got finished by Derek Lewis. Yeah, that obviously. was amazing. But one thing I would say is... um. He does, he does like a takedown. And if, if you can get a takedown on Sergei Plahovic, you never know what can happen, man. Overeem done it. He used his power, dropped him, Pavlovich. finished him. Yeah. So I don't know why more fighters are not trying to maybe try a takedown against him. Maybe they just, I don't know, man. Maybe they're just scared. But there, there's a blueprint there to, to beat him. It's there. Well, the thing but is, when he see, when Blades got his knockout, um, that was so unexpected and I feel like that gave him the confidence to now potentially stand and bang with Pavlovich because I think before that he was grapple heavy wrestling a lot and the first round of the Tom Aspinall fight before that got stopped he was trading with Tom and the the knockout that Blades got um against Dalkus was right hand yeah was something that I, I'd say career defining because without that, you're you're gonna um, result in your wrestling all the time. That's your that's your last option. That's your that's your safety net, isn't it? But now he's got the safety net of swinging as well. He knows he can knock people out now because um, beforehand he was. I mean, I don't know a fight that's been booed more than Curtis played. So I hope it's not a boring fight. The one reason it could be a boring fight is because what are they both good at? Let's not. You know, Curtis Blade's got a knockout, but he's good at grappling. He's good at wrestling. What's Pavlovich good at doing? Knocking people out. Pavlovich is going to avoid getting taken down, and Blades are going to avoid getting hit with a big shot, which he does a lot. He's been hit with uh, by Ngannou and by Derek Lewis. He can get hit. Yeah. So if he avoids that and Pavlovich avoids the takedown, then we're going to have a rematch of of Curtis Blades' previous fights before Dalkus, where he's boring, he's getting booed. Um, but if he, if they he, love putting him in the main event as well, which is weird because he's just a... If he, get, if he gets the win, yeah, from obviously from a uh, fan point of view, yeah, it's boring. But if he gets the win, he doesn't care. He puts him a bit one step, one step, one step closer towards, towards his goal. But obviously, as from viewers, we want to see knockouts and but Curtis Blades thinking, I don't care, mate. John Jones would struggle against Curtis Blades, I think. He he would. Like, although the Garn fight ended so quickly, like not every fight will end that quickly. Yeah, yeah. And Jones struggled in the latter end of his light heavyweight career because of the fact that he can't get motivated for fights. If Curtis Blades was to win, Jones was to beat Miocic, then Hopefully Ngannou comes back by then. If not, Curtis Blades could be the next guy. And I think he could trip up. But I do um prediction for that fight. I would say, uh, it all depends. If 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 Blades wrestles, he can get it done against Plahovic if he wrestles. But will he have PTSD from that knockout he got from Derry Lewis? What's your prediction? I'm gonna say Plahovic wins, but I won't be surprised if Blades wins, but I'm gonna say Sergey Plahovic. Pavlovich. Yeah, Pavlovich. Sorry, man. Um, for me, I I think Curtis Blades has the ability, and now he's got that stoppage. Um, I'm not really counting the Tom Aspinall fight. The only thing yeah. I'm taking from that is the fact that he was able to stand a bang with a bit more confidence. Um, 
however, he can resort to the wrestling and um, take him into deep waters, make it a boring fight. Like you say, he wants to win. He doesn't necessarily care about what anyone else thinks. Um, but also the fact that he has the ability to now swing if he has to. Yeah. We saw the change in the Tom Aspinall fight. He looked a bit more confident on the feet. I think Blades takes it. Pavlovich hasn't hasn't had to go more than one round. Yeah. And I feel yeah. like Curtis Blades knows how to... He's been hit by Derek Lewis. He's been hit by Francis Ngannou. He's been knocked out to the point where he does not want that to happen again. He will do everything in his power to make that not happen again. So what's he going to do? Take his fucking time, bro. One thing I would say to support your point is I would say that Blades has a bit more in his striking. Like he'll use elbows, he'll use knees. We've only seen, um, what's his name, Plahovic? Pavlovich. Pavlovich, yeah. We've only, when, he, when he's winning, it's just, it's just his boxing. He's not really throwing any knees or any elbows, really. Yeah. Obviously, his punching is very accurate. That's why he's knocking guys out. But I feel like Curtis Blades, if he if he uses the knees and the elbows, he, he can get a knockout that way. Yeah. But I feel like he, he will, he's going to have to resort to a bit of wrestling to get this W if he wants. Yeah, and that's the thing. I believe it's actually another exciting fight. Week after week, UFC main events are always like strong, even the fight nights, 50-50s. And um, I'm not going to lie, either way... Pavlovich is better for the UFC. Kai's Blades versus John Jones. <laughs> That's that stinks. That obviously UFC sells that anywhere they go. But no one wants to see that. Let's be real. Unless he gets another knockout. Yeah, yeah. Hear you, man. Like the only reason it's an exciting fight is because two different styles and like realistically completely different, but also the newly added factor of Blades and getting that knockout. But Pavlovich hasn't been in this kind of stage where he, it will go past the first round. I can guarantee that yeah, I'll yeah, put my yeah, house yeah. on that. So careful um, might be homeless. One thing I would say is <laughs> one thing I would say is if Pavlovich was to get the knockout and it was early, although I don't think that's how it's going to play out, for the heavyweight title pitcher, that's way better than Blades winning. Like we need contenders for John Jones now because it looks like yeah. it might rain for a little bit. Miocic fight, good. Potentially in Ghana, brilliant. And then we need, we don't want to go down to a blaze because then that's when you see Jones dip off. Yeah, yeah. If man. you see him fight, I can't lie, if you see go Jones fight um Miocic, Ngarnu, Pavlovich, he bro, he's the goat already, but this guy is like, we're talking like no one can touch this guy for a lot. I might not even be alive. Like we're talking like Pele, Ronaldo, Messi levels. We're talking like better than Muhammad Ali because this guy's undefeated. So we're talking like greatest sports athlete of all time. We're, the GOAT conversation is done for John, John yeah, Jones now. We know but obviously, different conversation this weekend is... Uh, would you would you say you're excited because of the two styles and the way Blades can sometimes be dominant on the floor? <laughs> Yeah, I would say that, man. I'm, the fight's going to be a very good fight, man, because obviously they can both strike. And Blahovic, he, he's he's coming to knock off heads. That's what he's been doing since since obviously since he's lost to Overeem. He's just been taking everyone out. But I'm going to give you a dig every thought, time you say Blahovic. <laughs> hey, hey, what's his name? What's his name? Blahovic. Pavlovich. Pavlovich. This guy, man. Sorry, man. You might knock me out, man. Yeah. Sorry, man. 
But We're going to be on no, the I'm end excited, of I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. I feel no. It's going to be exciting because they will. They will play sh- who, for, who? players. Who, who's who? Do you think is going to win? What's his name? Huh? Sergey. Sergey, <laughs> Sergey, Sergey P. Yeah, Sergey P. Sergey P. Yeah, yeah. Let's just yeah. call him Sergey yeah. P. But yeah, for for Blades, it's exciting because they both can strike, and he has the wrestling. And we'll see, we'll see if if that's still Sergey P's kryptonite. Yeah, because he got taken down by Overeem. Like he got bullied. Like he just dominated, and then hammer fist done. Who so are we're going to see if he's actually trained? Who are the other names you struggle to pronounce? Let's get this over. Let's um, get this over with today, because. For me, if you look at Figueredo, it looks like it's Figueredo. You know, I can name every single UFC champion in history in 10 minutes. It's pretty mad, isn't it? Cool. So I'll go through the ones that I can view. Texera, you'd think that, like that's Texera. What he's, he's, what? Texera. <laughs> what is it? Who's that? What Who's is that? It? What is it? It's Clubber Teixeira. Teixeira. <laughs> See, we all have the blenders. <laughs> no, even we then, all like, have the blenders. Edwin Barbosa's opponent, yeah. It's like, how you say this? Adesanya's Adesanya. Yeah, the, yeah I saw yeah. that in the interview. Yeah, it's mad. Even, um... Blakovic. Blakovic. Yeah, <laughs> Even, um... Edison Barbosa's opponent yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Billy Quarantino. I'm calling him Billy Q, man. Billy Q. <laughs> That's a tongue just for me. That's a country boy name, that is. Who else have we got? Um... We have, um, there's, there's a confusing, obviously there's the simple ones like, oh, Ngannou, you know Ngannou, right? Before he was a big name in the UFC, even Joe Rogan was calling him Ngannou. Yeah, yeah. I remember I sent you that video the other day, they was calling him Francis Ngannou (laughs) and he was just like, I don't think he was, his English wasn't great before he was like top contender anyway. So he was just letting them call him his wrong name. That to me, you know, when someone's called like Jose, and then so they'll come to England and you go Jose. It's like whatever your mom called you, however you pronounce that, that's how you should say it. Your name's Jose, Jose. man. We're calling you Jose. Who else we got? Sonia is probably Adis- the most mispronounced yeah. name in the UFC. Um, Moreno, simple. Yeah, yeah. Aljamain Sterling, um, go up in the division. Makachev, that's pretty. I think pretty. People get that one. I'm like, I say Henry Cejudo one time. I said his surname wrong. Oh God, that's his <laughs> weak sauce, bro. What did you say? Cejudo. Uh, it's, it's just from me just seeing the name in it. That's just not from, from not from like. That must have been time ago though, because once you hear the name, it's kind then, of like yeah. that's the thing that I still call Texera Texera yeah, when it's Tashira. Yeah, comfy. Blackovich. Oh, um, Yuri Prohashka. Yeah, yeah. Prochaska. Yuri, I was calling him Yuri, man. Yuri. Yuri P. That's it. Yuri. Yuri's a cool name, though. Any name that's that's long for me, and it's kind of a tongue twister. I'm just getting the first letter. Yeah, man. Yuri P. You know what? I'm I'm going back and watching, like, old school Brock Lesnar at the moment. Brock Lesnar, mate. Because UFC and and, um, WWE have merged. And we didn't talk about that last week, did we? So, it's... Not particularly the most interesting topic ever because actually we might have touched on it. Like journalist uh, media was asking like Raul Rosas Jr. whether you'd fight in the UFC. It's not, that's not it. You could have gone to the UFC anyway. Not you because like obviously you're a fighter, you don't have the brand. But this deal doesn't make it any less easier per se. Like if you're a big name, like Conor McGregor could have gone to the WWE anyway. Francis Ngannou, if he wanted to, John Jones, if he wanted to. 
it doesn't necessarily mean we're going to see John Jones in Ghana in a year, in a WWE <laughs> fight. All it means is the company is owned by the same person and, and things might, for example, fights might not happen on the same night anymore. But Dana White made a good point about this collab and fights happening on the same night. It doesn't even actually mean that that would happen because if, for example, UFC 294 is on and then WrestleMania is on the same night, that gives more people more likelihood of staying in because there's two fight nights on as opposed to just one. Like, you don't want to miss WrestleMania and UFC if it's just UFC or just wrestling. Okay, I'll, I'll watch it in the morning. But I think this is a collab for good, but it's just not in the way people think. People think it's a crossover collab type shit. Nah, it's, it's, for, it's, it's commercial, man. The media yeah. rights. Yeah, them, them joining brings in so much more because all the streaming companies, when the contract ends, all the streaming companies going to be lining up. Yeah. Yeah, snap this money down, snap that. Boom, billions. A lot of money is going to be made from this, man. Well, you're, you work in like Premier League production, so you know how this plays out anyway, but just talk about that a bit more. How this deal makes more money for both companies. Uh the market is it is it better marketing wise as well? So I'd say for the global brand because I would say I think I think WWE I think their streaming's on like Peacock and I can't remember what, um I think USC's at ESPN yeah. and then the, WWE's contract with Peacock is going to end soon okay. and likewise with UFC I think it ends like twenty twenty five oh. or twenty twenty six so by the time that ends they're going to have basically no no media rights no one's going to be able to stream their their content so all the like Amazon. All of these streaming companies, whether there's a new one that comes, yeah. they're all gonna be lying up Amazon saying, snapping. Now. I want this. WWE, UFC on the same stream platform. Amazon Dosh. is snapping. Dosh. Have you been into the Amazon Fresh store? You can walk out without paying. You don't have to yeah. scan in. Yeah. They're ahead of yeah. the game. Because I think they will be showing the UFC. Amazon, I think they have a deal with like NFL. It's like some mad deal with NFL. So they can grab they're, they're they trying can, to get in on sports. They can grab they're that. way ahead of the curve on everything in life. Jeff Bezos. One of the richest guys in the Strong. world. That to him, buying them rights would be yeah. minor. I can't lie. Sometimes I, if it's like a Saturday night and there's UFC on and it's like a big WrestleMania, I sometimes bang it on. I can't especially Logan Paul, he's very good. I always do this where I'll, I'll skirt over to other <laughs> conversations and have um different debates about different things, but that's that topic covered. I think it's been misconcepted a little bit. So hopefully now people understand what that actually means. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? How long are we at, John? 30. 30. 30, wow. We've got, I feel like we've gone through everything preview. quite quickly. Yeah. Now we won't preview what What else are you thinking? Sonia Dong. Yeah, yeah, let's go. And um, Ricky Samoa. Yeah, yeah, let's go for that. I think Song Yudong's a, an absolute killer and he wins that fight. Nah, um, man. Go on. Ricky Samoa, man. He's taking that. He's taking that. I know they're, they're both very good strikers, but you see, you've seen with uh, when Song Yudong fought Sanhagen, the, the the grappling, he struggled, man. He got knee, he got, he's getting kneed, elbowed, he got finished. I feel like Ricky Samoa can do the same thing. He's really good with the takedowns. He got a, Submission win against um, Jack Shaw, yeah. arm triangle, and even even against his um, was it uh, Brian Callahan? Mm. Might be saying his name wrong. Yeah, Brian K. Brian one. K. Brian K. Another one. Yeah, he put him in that arm triangle, but he he managed to get out. But he did dominate him with the grappling. So I f I feel like he could potentially get a sub submission win. Uh, Ricky Simone over Sonya Dong. Yeah, no, nah, I, I can't lie. That's another good fight on the 
undercard. But for me, Sonia Don, like he's he's just been in and around it too long for him to like let this one slip. He's been in the big moments, and I feel like he's similar to uh, Rob Font. I feel like this time he won't let it past him. He'll learn from the losses. I'm still sick of Ricky Simone. This is this is his one. See you next week. See you next week. Yeah, seven days, six days from now. That's the thing, like, with UFC in the UK, it's difficult because it's so late and it ruins your whole sleeping pattern. And sometimes you've got to, like, stay up and then ruin your whole thing for the next week. And then you, 6 a.m. Monday to Friday, and then you've got to stay up Saturday and it ruins the whole thing. But why should people at home watch 5 a.m.? Saturday nights, why should they ruin their sleeping pattern for UFC? Why should the casuals convert? First of all, I would say, well, you know, you start off easy. I start off easy because the casuals say, I don't want to watch the prelims. Well, watch the, watch the main card. At least watch the main card. Get into it. 50-50s galore, mate. Like, because the main card, that's what people are there for. That's where the big fights are. Yeah. So if you if you want to get into UFC, watch the main card. Or, or even, and then, even or just... A pay-per-view, a pay-per-view. Yeah. All this, yeah. And then if you're liking it, you feel it, you know I mean, go down to the prelims and the early prelims, but start slow. Start slow. Don't be trying to, I'm watching the prelims and then... Everyone's on their own journey. <laughs> yeah, everyone's on their own journey, man. Like, with UFC, for me... Take your time, man. For me, the way I would say, if you're a casual fan, find your guy. For me, it was Michael yeah. Bisping, 199, beats Rockhold, the first ever UK uh, UFC champion. I follow him now. And then obviously McGregor was happening at the same time. I'm now following two people. So every two, uh, uh, two to four times a year, I'm following four UFC fight nights. Then I'm looking at co-main events. And then I've remember my man from the co-main event was in a great fight. Now I've got a third guy because he's an exciting fighter. And then the guy who lost, where does he go from here? Now I've got four guys. You just stick to, have a guy that you follow and then you'll follow his journey who he fights then you'll follow who he fights whether he loses where does the winner go from here the guy that beat your guy type shit follow on from that and then you when you become invested in a person you become invested in for fucking up your sleeping pattern <laughs> that's basically how it works so once you're invested in one guy you think oh he has a teammate oh his teammates on the prelims oh, i want to watch him see what he's doing Similar and next thing you know it hey your sleeping pants finished yeah it, yeah, it is literally it's for the uh insomniacs in this insomniacs in this world but no I, i'm not a guy who likes watching it the day after like for me the whole point of like mma is sport in general is in the, the moment, moment. Yeah, man. even if i don't know the result and it's in the morning i can take that i can settle with that like i watched the edward susman free with my dad like two days later and he didn't have a clue and he was like yeah this he didn't know what was going on so in a sense, it was it was cool for him because he still has that thrill of what's going to happen next. But that knowing it's live as well, seeing people's reaction, I love live sports for me is one reason why you should stay up and not watch it in the morning as well. But, team no sleep, man. Team huh? no sleep. Team no sleep. Team air for breakfast as well. <laughs> Coming here on fresh air and water um, nonstop because we have to watch the post-fight press conference as well. But that, that's why we love doing it. We want to bring it to you early as possible. So it's not like a, we don't, we're not saying this is a chore. Nah, mate. It wasn't a journey, man. You do you. <laughs> you don't want to stay up. What's the main card, at least? We we think you should. Yeah, and man, also, definitely. also, if you're a football fan, Sunday night football starts at 12. So <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, what do you call it? Sunday football. Super, Start, Super Sunday. 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 
I'm really too much into ball anymore. But yeah, twelve thirty kickoff, so you can have your six hours sleep anyway. Get up at twelve. Watch I don't think there's no twelve thirty kickoff on a Sunday, but is it not? It's on Saturday. Is it? <laughs> yeah. So I'm not the guy. You lot are playing in two hours, Arsenal. Yeah, man. Let's not talk about Arsenal or Tottenham because I'm Tottenham, you're Arsenal. So that's all that needs yeah, to be man, said. I don't, I don't need to talk. Anyway, this belt will be coming back to me very soon. We've done our predictions. I don't know about that. Don't touch my ball again, please. <laughs> We've had everything we need to say for this week anyway. We've kept it a bit shorter. I feel like next time we'll do a bit more of a a, a rundown on like the main cards of the fight nights that happened previously. Um, we want to make it a casual show, but we also want to delve deeper for the hardcore fans out there as well. So we'll cater for everyone. But uh, as for this week, that will be it. Episode number five now. Actually, actually. Before we, before we go, like you said, we want to do that, that little casual segment. Yeah. Anyone that wants to come on. Yeah. Come on, man. Well, if you want to learn a bit more about UFC, I have had a get few on the people pod, message me. We said this DM last week. Ever me in charge on Instagram. Yeah, just get DM active, us all, all privately, personally. Come on. We've we've got a couple of people in mind already. Um, but if you aren't yet converted, casuals convert. Yeah, that will yeah. be the section now. I was going to call it casuals cut, but roll with what we've said on the show. Casuals convert makes more sense anyway. Convert, convert you, to you fan. Slowly. So that segment is going to be very, very good. And uh, we'll be back soon. Couple visual episodes um, on the way. UFC 288, Henry Sudo Sterling. That's May Big 5th. Um, under a month oh, for yeah. that one. No Charles Oliveira, man. But um, yeah, that one is upsetting. No Charles Oliveira versus... Um, Benil Benil. Dariush. Have you seen his wife, Benil Dariush? No. She's nice, man. That's all the reason. I like her. She was on an embedded episode before. And I remembered her. And I remembered him. Actually, he went up in my ratings for that. I was like, you know what? I want him to win. Because he has a nice girl. Yeah, man. Maybe that's what you do, man. Find your guy and then we'll find we'll find the guy's girl. Find the guy's girl. Be like, she's nice and then follow his journey. Relax. I mean, <laughs> we ain't getting no guests on the pod. <laughs> I'll find your guy, man. Find your guy. That's so true. We we, we should relax. Nah, that's nah, pretty. That's all the way his girls nice as well, man. Yeah, Hawaiian. Yeah, yeah. In terms of UFC partners, that one's number yeah, one yeah. for me. Number one for me. Anyway, before we get cancelled, we'll wrap we'll wrap it up. <laughs> we'll wrap it up for another week anyway. And this fight at the weekend, we predicted. And it's going to happen because everything we say when we break down a fight, it usually does happen. So... Where are you going with again? Blades. Oh, yeah, I'm going with Sergey P. Sergey P. When we don't know the name... Uh, it's a tongue twister. I don't yeah, want to be... We don't say it. Yeah, man, Sergey P. First name and then... First name and Sergey K, Q, Billy Q. Billy Sergey Q, P. Song Y. Song Y. Song Y. Song Dong. Um... Episode number five, we out of here.